Peace and blessings, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode. I believe it is episode number 13 of God's Daughter's Journey to Healing. And we are still in the vein of sit down and heal. I'm trying to settle myself. I'm starting a little late. And I ask you to forgive me for my lateness uh, a few minutes by a few minutes, because normally I am a before time type of person. Well, we got started a little late this afternoon, but I want to welcome each and every one of you, each daughter, no matter what region of the country you are in, no matter what place of this world that you are in, God wants to see you whole and he wants you healed. And so this, I, I try to express and share with everybody how this, this podcast actually came about. It came about after me going through a multiple weeks of ministering to different women about things that were going on in their lives. And I was walking through the kitchen one day and I hold the, heard the Holy Spirit explicitly say, start a podcast. And so this podcast is geared toward daughters, God's daughters, women, but it is to the male or the female, but it's geared and centered toward the healing and the wholeness of God's daughters, because that's what he, his desire for you is as his daughter, as a woman. Everything in life is not about just you doing it all and having to be there for everyone without being healed and without being whole yourself. And so we're going to, I want to play a little bit of this song. This is like my theme song and the, and the title of it, it is uh, Kirk Wellam. It's what I do. Only going to play just a little bit of it. But God loves us. Good afternoon, Bishop Owens. Bless you. But God, uh, God's desire for us and his, his love for us is never, it never fails. It's unending. There's nothing we can do to stop him from loving us. He loves us no matter what. And so I'm grateful to God because this is what he does. He loves us in spite of. So we're going to play just a little bit of this, this song, and then we're going to go into the subject today, sit down and heal. And the, the, the subtopic, we've been going through different phases. So we started out with acknowledgement. And then we, after we acknowledge, then we went to the, to the, to the phase of allowing yourself to feel your feelings, to sit in your feelings. Good afternoon, Melissa to actually be able to sit in your feelings. And then the third um, topic of the ter third place that we are, we covered was not being stuck there. You want to, you want to go through acknowledge. You want to allow your feelings to surface, sit in them, figure out how you got to where you got to. And then, but then you don't want to get stuck which so many of us as, as people, as women especially, we get stuck in the past. We get stuck in the past, hurt, pain, disappointment, betrayals, and, and there's no healing and there's no moving for you as a woman, as an individual, and God doesn't want you to stay in that place. But today, we're going to be talking about reclaiming our power. We're going to reclaim all that has been lost, we're going to reclaim it by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of Jesus. We're going to come out of this. We're coming out in the perspectives of that. We're coming out of it. We're not going to stay there forever, but we're going to come out of what God has, has planned for us. He wants us to be healed. And again, he wants us to be whole. And so we're going to play a little bit of this song, and then we're going to go into the subject that we're going to be talking about today, reclaiming your power. All right. Yes. 
Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Don't wonder how. Yes. Don't bother asking how. Don't bother asking how it's possible to love, to love someone, someone like, like you. It's cause you're mine. It's cause you're mine. It's cause you're you. It's cause you're you. It's cause I'm love. It's cause I'm love. It's, it's what, what I, I do. do. Yes. Nothing you do. Nothing you do. Nothing you say. Nothing you say. Nothing could change the love. Nothing could that change I the love that he promised us. I promise you, I you stay. promised he would stay. It's cause you're mine. It's cause you're mine. It's cause you're you. It's cause you're you. It's cause I'm love. It's cause I'm love. It's what I do. Yes. That's it. Just wanted to yes, put that I thought am. in your mind that God loves you as his daughter, no matter what is going on, no matter what we face as individuals, as women in our family, sometimes in a family where it's just you and your children. Sometimes it's, it's you're, you're the person that is with a husband, you have a, you have a husband, but you still sit in that place where you're not whole, you're not healed, you're not a walking in the fullness of who God has ordained you to be. And so that's what this podcast is all about. It is about God's daughters healing. And so today we're going to be discussing the reclaiming of our power. We sat down, we acknowledged, we allowed our feelings to surface, and then we talked about not being stuck in that place after you have acknowledged, after you have uh, allowed yourself to sit in, 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 in what is going on or what has happened in your life as it pertains to the past. But then you don't want to get stuck there. And so today we're going to be talking about, again, reclaiming our power. And this is a stage of healing uh, of healing is in which we realize the script has been determined by the stages that I've already mentioned. And initially you, you, you feel things like you feel things like anger. You feel like you have a loss of power, but then you're, you're still not moving. You're not growing in the place that you're supposed to be growing in. You're supposed to be moving and evolving every day, every day as women, as, as, as children of God, of daughters of God, we should be growing in our knowledge of him, in our knowledge of ourselves, in the wholeness of who we are as an individual. Because many times life is busy. Life is busy everywhere. Things are happening all over the world. And if you take time to look at the news, you could really become discouraged about life, looking at what's happening in our world. But we know that our focus cannot be on what is happening in this world. And even sometimes what we can't be overly focused on what's happening with us. But we want to be in that place where the minimum thing that we do is that we acknowledge and again, we want to reclaim our power. That's what it's about today is reclaiming our power because we give our power to the ones that we allow to hold us hostage with that hurt, with that disappointment, with that thing that they did to us, with that betrayal. We allow them to hold us hostage. But today we are taking back our power. We're reclaiming the power. And so I want to define two words. I want to define the word reclaim, and I want to define the word power. So the word reclaim means to reclaim from wrong or improper conduct, to reform, to tame or subdue, to rescue from a undesirable state. I think if I was to, to, to pinpoint any definition, that would be the one. To demand or re, uh, 
obtain the retain of the uh, return of something, something that you have allowed someone to take from you by being in that state of not being healed, by not acknowledging, by not dealing with that thing that has been going on on the inside of you for a long time. And then it says to regain a possession. You, although we don't belong to ourselves because the Bible explicitly says that we are not our own, but we are bought with a price. But reclaiming the peace and the identity that God has given to you as a child of God and not allowing an individual or circumstance, something that has happened in your life to hold you. But we are reclaiming our power today. Then the synonym of that word reclaim is to get it back, to recollect, to reacquire, to recapture, to recoup, to recover, to regain, to repossess, to retake, and or to retrieve. Reclaiming our power. The word power means the ability to act or produce uh, an effect, the ability to get an extra base or hit, to the capacity of being acted upon or undergoing an effect, the legal or official authority or capacity or right. It is your your, your right and your, as the Bible said, we speak about uh, many times, the, the right as a child of God to have peace, to have joy, to have love, to, to be the woman that God has ordained you to be. So reclaiming your power. And so there's a few scriptures, a couple of scriptures that I came to or that came to mind when I was thinking about reclaiming. And so, and the word power. So the scripture says in Acts 1 and 8, for all of us or all of those who are Holy Ghost filled believers, ones who believe in God, who accept, who have accepted him as your personal savior, and you are walking in him, you're right as a child of God. So the word says in Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And so there's a spiritual power that God gives to us as his daughters that gives us power over the things that have maybe have happened in your past that you haven't dealt with, you haven't healed from. And God has given you the power to become, to heal, to be that woman, to walk in the things that God has ordained for you. Your own, your real and true identity lies in your ability to be healed and to be whole and to not be stuck to not be stuck in that place where you cannot overcome the thing that has happened to you because you're unwilling sometimes. Sometimes as, as people, we are unwilling to uh, let go of that thing because we have been there so long that we don't know how to let go of it. And God, he wants you to be in that place, to be able to walk, as the word of God says, to be able to walk in the newness of life, not just existing as an individual, but walking and flourishing as the woman that you are ordained to be. As mothers, as wives, as sisters, big sisters, sometimes the weight of the world, we can carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We deal with so many things. We are psychologists to our children, to our husbands, to our families. We are prayer warriors. We are intercessors. We do so many things. And, and many times we don't stop to see about us, to love on ourselves, to love and appreciate the woman that God is forming you into. And he does that through our willingness to release and give it to him. 
Giving, taking back the power means surrendering it. Your willingness to surrender that thing, that past hurt, that past disappointment, that heart crushing thing that happened to you. Maybe when you were a child, maybe you were molested. I don't know what happened. Maybe you were raped. Maybe you, your, 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 your past, your husband cheated on you and, and there was adultery involved. I don't know what it was, but all I'm saying to you is that you don't want to be in that place or remain in that place where you go and allow yourself from day to day and moment to moment to stay in that state of mind without having the freedom and the healing that is rightfully yours. It is yours because God ordained that it be yours. And then there's another scripture that came to mind as I was writing down my notes for the lesson or for what I'm teaching about today or talking about, because I don't want this. This is not a Bible study, but it is a, a podcast where I really want you all to be able to interact with me and talk back to me and ask questions about what I'm we're discussing or what I'm discussing and what we're talking about. But in Philippians 4 and 13, it says this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That means you, that means me, that means there is nothing that is happening in our lives that we cannot overcome. Nothing, I don't care what it is, there's nothing we can't overcome. If we make the decision that we no longer want to be there, that today, as of today and right now, we're going to take back our power. We're not going to allow that, that, that person or that thing that happened in our lives to cause us to be in that place where we never go past the point of being stuck, but we are reclaiming our power. And then I wrote this down because this is what came to my mind. Our, the experience in our lives, the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, the portrayals are not the sum of who you are. They are not the sum. Yes, they happen. Yes, they hurt. Some things that happened in your life, growing up, even in your adult life, they happen not because of anything that you had done, but they happen. They happen and you can't change it. But they are not the sum of who you are who you will be, nor what will happen in the future. The God in us and around us allows us to take back our power. The God in us, I want to repeat that. The God in you, the God that loves you, the God that rules the world, the God that owns everything in this world, the God that formed the man and the woman, from the beginning, he created them in his mind. Then he formed the man. Then he created the woman. He created you. He made you to be free. There was times as I was growing and I was going to church and going through the journey of, of learning how to live this life, of learning how to be a woman of God, to be the true woman of God that God ordained me to be. And I would sit in church and I knew what God had put in me. That's the thing. You have to understand what's already in you that God formed in you or made in you even before the foundation of the world. And he formed you to be this flourishing, this, this vibrant, this moving, this growing. And I would sit in church and I would almost like be in a day sometime. And I would say to God, Lord, I was meant to fly. I was never meant to be this person that was stationary and set in some, you know, set form of how things were meant to be because I knew what God had made me to be. God made me a entrepreneur when I was a young woman. I always had an, a knowledge for understanding how business would run and how the inside, the insides and the outsides of how a business 
would run. I knew that one day I would be a business owner and it took some time. It took me being able to come into the knowledge of what was already in me. God had already gifted me 30 years in the industry of payroll and finances. And as of last year, I started moving and working to bring that vision and that dream that God had put into me into fruition. But it took some, some pain. It took some searching. It took me going through some things in order to get to that point. And I got to this point. I've shared this with you also. Last year around November, I had always been in the process of working and acknowledging the places in my life where I needed healing. But I, I came to that place where I said to God, November of last year, coming into 2022, that I was not going to be in the same place as I was, was then, but I was going to seek God. I was going to seek him for wholeness and healness because I don't want to, even the fact of one day I'm going to, there's going to be a man that's going to enter my life. And I want to be in that place where all the, the baggage and the things of the past will not interfere with anything that is present. Even my new friendships, the friendships that I will form with, with women or men, business relationships. And we don't understand that a lot of times the things that we haven't dealt with or we have dealt with, but maybe we're stuck and we still feel like we're in that place where we are powerless and we're not. You, you are never powerless as long as you are living and you can acknowledge the gifts and the things that God has put in you. You are not a victim. That was another thing. As I was going through, I went through, I've shared with each of you all that I went through a phase in my life for about five years where I suffered severely from depression and I suffered severely from anxiety and panic attacks. And this happened to me after my father was murdered. But I thank God that I held on to the fact that I knew that God would heal me. And I knew that that was not my place where I was going to be stuck. But God brought me from that. And I remember my friend saying to me one day, she looked me on my face and she said so sweetly, she says, Debbie, you are not a victim. Many times that's what we feel like when we've suffered you know, uh, hurts, severe hurts, disappointment, betrayals. Maybe again, as I said, somebody, somebody violated you when you were a child. Someone did something to you, a broken relationship, the loss of a child, whatever it is, the healness, the healing, and the wholeness that God wants to give to you is up to you. And, and what I've realized in my counseling with women and with men is that we, we are in that place many times where we've been there so long that it becomes a place of comfort for us. It becomes normal. The abnormal becomes normal. And it should never be that you feel like it's normal to feel hurt or to feel disappointment, or to feel even confused. That's not normal. The Bible says this. He says, beloved. He calls you his beloved. He says, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So God wants you prosperous. He wants your physical, your mental your everything, your intellectual. He wants that to be able to flow freely, to operate, to, for you to be able to be the woman that he has ordained to you. Here's another thing, I, a point that I wrote down. It is a choice to stay stuck. You have to make a decision. It's a decision. It is all about your decision. Do I want to stay in this place? Remember, we started out. I want to keep bringing back these points because there are there's truly stages to healing. But one of them I know that you must do, and that is even to begin the process, is that you've got to make a decision. 
that you no longer want to be in that place where you've been. Some of us have been there. Some of you have been there one year, two years, three years, four, 10 years, 20 years, and you haven't yielded. You haven't healed from that place of where you were. We acknowledged, we allowed our feelings to manifest, to surface, to give the necessary time to be able to acknowledge where we were. And then a couple of weeks ago, we talked about not being stuck there. But today we're talking about taking back your power, reclaiming your power, the power that God has given to you, the power that is in you, just as being a human, whether you have a personal relationship with God or you know of God, but he's given you that power. So in my, in my notes that I jotted down, it's a choice to stay stuck as we have to make a decision that we won't allow what has happened in the past, what is happening right now, or even what may happen in the future to stop us from being made whole through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We have tools that God has given us on earth. One of those tools is called counseling. Counseling is needed, necessary sometimes in order to figure out where you are in the stage of healing. Sometimes, depending on how severe the trauma or the thing that you have gone through, sometimes it might require you taking some medication. I'll admit to you, I'll say to you without shame that for a period of time, I took medication to help me build up. I had been sad and depressed so long that I needed something to help build up the endorphins and the things that become depleted within me because I had been in the state of sadness so long. But what I want you to know, there's a saying that I share often with, with people that I read in a hospital one day, and there was this plaque on this, this picture on this hospital wall, and, they, and, the, and, the, and the saying said this, we treat, but God heals. And that is true in every aspect of your life. There is treatment called counseling. There's treatment called medication. But the ultimate of all of that, at the end of all of it all, God is the only one that can heal us. But healing can only come through acknowledgement. Healing can only come through allowing yourself to feel it. Feeling can, uh, healing can only come through you saying to yourself that I am not going to stay stuck. I've acknowledged, I've thought about it, I've said in it, I've counseled through it. I went through counseling, many weeks of, of counseling. I went through grief counseling even. But you get to that place that you say to yourself, I'm taking back my power. The enemy, the thoughts in my mind is not going to have the preeminent over me any longer. I have power. I have power through God. I have power through release. I have power as an individual. God has given us everything. He has equipped you with everything you need in you to become, to flourish, to be the man, the woman, because this is geared toward daughters, but men, I'm talking to you as well. He has given you. And sometimes it's a matter of tapping into the power that God has given to you. You got to tap in. You got to go inside yourself and realize the gifts and the abilities and the things that God has put in you. Since I, I want to just share this with you. I moved here to Alexandria, Virginia from Cleveland, Ohio, 
where I was raised. I wasn't born in, in Cleveland, in Ohio, but I was raised there from the uh, six months old up until I left there. But I've always been the adventurous type. Like I've never been afraid to go anywhere. I remember uh, when I was 16, 17, I moved to California with my aunt Sharon. I, I was always adventurous. I remember moving to, I lived in, in Niagara Falls, New York for almost six years. And then I moved to York, Pennsylvania in 2014. And I remember when I interviewed for the job, they asked me, you know, I had no family there. I knew no one, but I believed that that was where God wanted me to be for that time. And indeed it was because it was where it was there where the birthing of the ministry came about. Uh, all, so many things happened. And even there was when I really began to acknowledge and know that there were things in me that I needed God to heal me from. And life just began to go on. And then came, uh, I think it was Thanksgiving of 2020, when I, I realized, I said, Lord, I, I, I'm ready to move to this place. I wanted, I've always loved Virginia. I'd come here to visit my aunt and my sister used to live in Ashburn. And so I decided to make that move. And when I made up my mind, God opened the door, like everything that I needed from the money, the truck, everything, my apartment, all that I needed, God did that. And when I came here, right after I got here, my oldest sister passed away. Suddenly, my oldest sister, Tammy. And so that kind of sent me back in my healing process because now I had to deal with the fact that my sister was gone. But I don't want to stay stuck there. But what I want to share with you, it was in this place right here where I'm at that God it was like the floodgates of all that was within me just began to flourish. This here, Alexandria, Virginia, is my wealthy place. It's the place where God allowed my business to come forth and to flourish. He allowed my ministry to flourish. He allowed me even to, to begin to even dig deeper in me so that I would come to this place of healing. I made a decision that I was going to take back my power. I, 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 I said within myself, I am not the sum of who, what's happened to me. I'm not the sum of that. It is a moment. It is a time. It happened. And I'm not trying to diminished what happened to you. That's not what I'm saying. It's in no way do I want to diminish what happened to you. But all I'm saying to you is that you must make up your mind that I'm taking back my power. This is not who I am. This is not the place that I'm going to be forever, but I'm going to begin to move in to walk in the gifts, the abilities. I have visions. I'm going to be a property owner. I have visions of, of, of places where people who are homeless can come. And I, I, I visualize, I'm sharing my vision with you. I visualize this place, buildings, and I have four locations where I'm going to put these these homeless shelters, but not just homeless shelters that are typical homeless shelters, but homeless shelters where they can have a nice place to lay their head, where they can, we can, they can actually have an actual chef that fixes real food, where they can have their own personal lockers and to store their, their stuff where they don't have to be on top of someone and they can feel safe, where they can have the things that they need. If they need a shirt or, 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 or undergarments or they need toiletries, whatever they need will be in this place. So those are the kind of things 
the visions and the things that the Lord woke up in me when I began to say, Lord, I want to be healed. I want to be whole because when you're stuck in a place of not moving because your hope hurt, because you're broken, you cannot you cannot even think to become to do the things that God has put in your your life that he's put in your life. He's put visions. He's put dreams in your life and you haven't began to even walk in them because you're stuck. But we're saying to you today, I'm saying to you today, don't be stuck. Take back your power. Say to yourself, I'm not going to stay stuck in that place. Sometimes you're stuck because you're unwilling to forgive the one that hurts you. You're unwilling to forgive the one that betrayed you. You're unwilling to release to God and give it to him because it's been in some, some, some places, it's been a source of almost comfort. There is this, this analogy that I do with people sometimes when I'm ministering to them. And I use keys as an analogy. And, and I don't know why I use keys, but keys is, is, a, is a source of an open. You, you get open stuff. You start your car with your keys. You come into your house with your keys or your fob, but it's a source of something. And so what I'll say to them is, it's like me saying to you, I have these keys or you have these keys in your hand, right? These keys that are going to open the door and unlock everything in your life where you have made, maybe you've been stuck at, right? And so I'm saying to you, this, I'm using these keys and God is the one that's asking you just simply give them to me, that thing, right? And so you go to give the thing to God, right? But then because it's been that source of comfort for you, then you start, you like, I don't know if I really want to give this thing to you. And all God is saying, but give it to me. I want to heal you. I want you to be whole. And so we give it, right? We, we act like we want to, we want to give it to him, but then we snatch it back because it has been that place of comfort for us. It's been comfort. It's been normal. It's not normal. <laughs> That's not normal. It's not normal to be bound by hurt and pain and disappointment. To be years later. And I had some, some things to happen to me in my life. As a child, I had, I was abused within a marriage. And I had to make a choice that what that person did to me was not going to hold me hostage, was not going to make me not forgive them. That was not going to hold me. Because when you, you're in an abusive relationship, I can tell you, it can snatch some things from you. It can take some stuff from you. It can take your very will from you. But you have to make up your mind. I'm taking back my power. No, you don't have the power or dominion over me to continue to hold me in this space any longer because God has placed in me all that I need to become. Everything I need, he's given it to me already. So why am I stuck here? Why am I staying here? Why aren't I moving? Why aren't I flourishing? Why aren't I why, are I, 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 why am I not developing that idea that he put in me? He gave you an idea in order to be able to make wealth, in order to be able to build a foundation of something that you'll be able to pass on to your children from one generation to the next. And I tell you something that was so like life-giving to me. I was talking to my son about the vision for my business. Pennywise, payroll, tax, and accounting services. Yes, I'm putting in that plug. Yes, and I was sharing with him. And so he came up, he said to me, he says, mom, he said, you can teach me and Yania how to do payroll so that we can keep it in the family, keep it in the business. 
know, keep the business and the family and be able to build generational wealth. That's what my son said to me. And it was to hear him think like that. It, it said to me, he's thinking like his mom. It, the, the, the seed has been passed on. Because I, I believe that life is about growing. It is about giving. And it's about growing. So you should never be stagnated in the spot that you're in, but you should be growing and thriving and believing and becoming all that God has ordained for you. You should be because that's when he says, beloved, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That means they should be at the same time. They should be doing beloved prospering, healing, even as your soul prospers. You should be doing that. You should not be stagnated. So you're going to today, I want you to make a decision that you're going to reclaim. You're going to take back your power. want to give you the definition of what reclaiming and power means again. To reclaim means to recall from a wrong or improper conduct, a way of thinking. I'm taking that back. I'm not going to think negative. I'm not going to always allow the enemy to let those negative thoughts, you know, it's like a tape recorder that can be on the inside of us. And the thing from the past continues to hold you there. And you, you, you won't come out. It's not that God can't bring you out. It's not that you can't be healed. It's not that you can't be whole, but you've held on to it. Reclaim means I'm going to tame those thoughts. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in, re in Christ Jesus. I'm going to rescue my thoughts in my heart from a undesirable state. Remember I said to you earlier, the experiences in our lives, the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, the betrayals are not the sum of who you are. They're not the sum of who you are. They are things that have happened. They, they are things that have taken place, but they are not the sum of who you are. Reclaim also means to to regain possession of. Then synonyms to that is to get back, to recollect, to reacquire, to recapture. You are meant to be joyful. You're not meant to be a sad person that is full of sadness and unhappiness. That's not what God's desire for you is. His desire is for you to, to be joyful for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes, it is. When you're sad and when you're depressed or when you're down or when you allow this state to, to remain in you, you don't have the joy that you should. You're not the woman that you should be. And God wants that for you. Another synonym for reclaiming is to regain or repossess, to retake or retrieve, making a decision that I am taking back my power. Yes, I am. Today, I take back my power. Today, I reclaim my mind, my thought pattern, my, my train of thought. As I said, the enemy will allow the things that have happened to you to be a tape recorder in your mind and you rehearse it every day right along with him instead of saying no that's that's not my thought that's not my mind that's not my heart that's not who i am it happened yes but it is not who i am power the ability to act or produce an effect remember i said to you the lord blessed me to teach a message, to preach a message one time, one day. And the title of it was The Power to Become. And in that message, God says to you that 
everything you need to become all that he has ordained you to be is already on the inside of you. From the foundation of the world, he made you before, even before you were ever formed in your mother's womb. The word of God says he knew us. He knew us. He formed us in our mother's belly. And so he knows all about you. And so he already equipped you. Circumstances, sin happened that caused us to be thrown off track and not be able to be the man or the woman that we should be. But God already formed you to be. Reclaiming your power also says the capacity for being acted upon or to undergo an effect. It is your legal, official authority, capacity, or right to be free, to be happy, to be healed. Healing is the children's bread. It is the daughter's bread to be healed and to be whole, not to be down and out and depressed and always, you know, they, they got a saying, and I say this about some, sometimes when you deal with people, you ever meet people and they are always on 10, they are never calm, they are never at peace, they are never at rest, they are always on 10. That's not God's desire. Sometimes we're so in a hurry in life, in moving, right? That we never take time to just simply even love on ourselves, to love and appreciate the skin that you are in. Sometimes what I do for myself, I'll look in the mirror and I'll look at myself and I'll say, Debbie, you are beautiful. Debbie, you are loved. Debbie, you are smart. You are intelligent. You are everything that God has ordained you to be. Yes, you are. You are. You alone in the current way, with the current hair, with all that you have been through. You alone are enough. You, just you. You without a husband. You with a husband, you alone, you alone, by yourself, you, are, you alone are enough. And so I want you today to just make up your mind. I'm reclaiming my power. I'm reclaiming the joy that I'm supposed to have. I am. I'm making a decision today that I will not be the sum of my pain. I will not be the sum of my disappointment. I will not be the sum of the betrayals. No, I won't, but I'm taking back the power that is rightfully mine to exist, to be free, to be free to love, to be free to give your heart to someone I'm taking back that power, not being afraid that someone, sometimes we're afraid to love another individual. That man that, that God introduced you to, he allowed you to meet. And you are so afraid because of the past that you won't even let him in. He could be the one that God has ordained for your life. But you're so afraid because of the past. But today, I want you to say out loud with me, I am reclaiming the power of healing of my past to be free in Jesus' name. I reclaim it today in the mighty name of Jesus. So I, I'm grateful, I'm done. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to share this time with you, to share this podcast. I'm so excited about this podcast. I'm excited. I know it's going to grow. I want you all to invite somebody back next Saturday to this podcast. This was episode number 13. 
what we were talking about or the subject we've been dealing in is sit down and heal. But the subtopic or the thing we talked about is reclaiming your power. Make a decision today. I'm reclaiming my power. I will no longer let this thing have uh, the power over me and rule over me and make me stay stuck in that place anymore. But I claim it back through the power of God, the power that God has given me. Next time, again, I want you all to interact. I don't want you to just say hello and how you doing, but I want, I want this to be a time to, for you to be able to ask questions or to be able to share your heart or your experience. This is a safe place. I'm a very transparent place person. I'm not that person that will hide behind um, my 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 walk with God or something that I, you know, being a Christian. No, I think the problem in the world is that we don't we don't share enough about the realness of life. We don't share enough. And sometimes what I share with you, me being able to share with you that I I went through a phase in my life where I was severely depressed is a blessing. And I'm going to tell you why it's a blessing. I am proof that God can and he will. He heals from depression. He heals from anxiety. He heals from panic attacks, which I dealt with all of that. Yes, this Holy Ghost spirit-filled woman preaching the gospel, prophet. Yes, I did. But God has healed me. And I thank God for healing me. And I say to you today that he's able to do the same for you. He's a healer. Reclaim your power and give it to him. And when you do it, you will find yourself full of so much joy, so much happiness. You'll feel fulfilled and you'll be able to be like I've said over and over again. You'll be able to simply fly. Thank you all for sharing this moment in time. I love you all, each of you all. And again, invite somebody to come back. I'm here every Saturday at one o'clock. And if I can't be here, I'll put something out there to let you know that it's canceled for that Saturday. But my plan is for this to grow. My dream, my vision for this podcast is that one day it will become syndicated. It will be on TV, on some large platform. That's my faith. The power to become. That's my faith. So you all pray for me. Thank you all again for sharing this time. In Jesus' name. All righty. Love you.